Hello and welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Onwuka. On this edition of the podcast, we'll be discussing everything Nigerian football, with especially with a focus on the resumption of the MPFL, that is the Nigerian Professional Football League, this weekend. I will try as much as possible to get as many people as I can who are involved in the league in Nigeria to speak to us um, from Lagos. I sincerely believe this will be some edition. Stay with us. I've got with me um, the chief football writer of ACLSports.com. Um, his name is Fusayo Dairo. If anybody has covered Nigerian football, then this is somebody who has covered Nigerian football over the last decade. Fusayo, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast. Right, so the finally the MPFL kicks off this weekend. Um you you know how long it has taken for this for this show to to get on the road. As somebody who is experienced with covering the league, what would like what would you want people to be expecting in this season's MPFL? we should expect a little more fairness in the way things go. Um, the Nigerian league has been bedeviled with uh, lots of stories, with lots of um, um, issues that has really always painted it in bad light over the years. But I think year after year, they try to move a little closer to being fair, to being um, a league that is credible. So I think we should attain much more credibility this year if Fila's coming around here and there is anything to go by. So yes, it's been a long wait, over four months since the last ball was kicked in the league. So I think fans of the league and followers of the league should really expect something worth that wait in terms of credibility at the end of the day. I am very pleased that you have started with this talk about credibility. Why has that been such a major issue with Nigerian League? Ah, it's 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 um a systemic problem. And uh, let me think. Let me say it's part of um what we are as a country in Nigeria. It's hardly uh, difficult. I mean, I mean, it's very difficult to find something on a platter of gold, something so genuine in so many spheres of our lives, and. You can't discharge a football from that. Mm. As much as people try to um, attain this particular level, a very crucial level, um, which is credibility and fairness, there will always be people at one end or the other trying to sabotage either deliberately or not deliberately or just either just being who you are as, as a people. Mm. And when you are fighting so many forces, um, it's difficult for one person or one body to just come and, um, you know, have an effect on that. But, but like I said, last season especially, I think uh, um, before the Super 6 playoff, mm. the regular season was one of the most credible I've seen in the last seven seasons. 
you know, you see good results as from match day one to let's say 20. So if these things can happen, then some things about the, the NFL themselves released um, a press release. Many people do not know what's on, what went on uh, before that press release was released. Yeah, that's, that's on Thursday about integrity. Mm. A lot went on that you know where match officials were questioned and you know clubs were fingered in some accusations it it it, it, it was really an underneath stuff but now a lot will be put uh, it will be touch light when the season starts so um it's one thing that has really robbed the, the, the league of followership many believe these things have been fixed. Whoever we relegate is known. Whoever we win the league, we know who is known. You, you can't go to certain certain cities to win and stuff. So I believe if these things can erode gradually, then we get the kind of followership and perhaps the kind of um, sponsorship and capital that we need for the league. Okay, let's let's look at um, better things. Who are the who are the players? Um, that we should look out for. Because I remember when I was when I was growing up, when it's league time, we look out for the Humphrey Edgar boys, the um, Kaila Okoro Wanta, the you know all those those players that as as young people when you go to the stadium, you're looking out, you're looking out for them. So for this upcoming nineteen twenty season, who should we who should the fans be looking out for? Unfortunately, uh, we are still in an era where um, many of these things, uh, especially players that will, be, that will be playing for each club, are shrouded in secrecy. Really? Up till this, up to up to Friday evening, I was trying to get players that were signed on by a newly promoted side. Mm-hmm. I got in contact with the media officer. I got in contact with the club chairman. And yes, because the club chairman was a bit familiar with me, was able to give me just four names. You know, the, the, the media officer could not release any. So, uh, quite a, a lot of this information has cast. But from my little bit of expertise, I can say one of the players to look out for will be Star Sikiru Adimi. He scored four, four goals in six matches for the Chan Eagles over the past couple of months. And he, he's been improving season after season since like four seasons ago when he came on to the league. So, he's a man to look out for. For Eimba, they signed on a certain striker, Martin Susuli from Katsuno United. He's, he's one guy that has, um, he still scored for them on Sunday when they took on galaxy of South Africa in mm-hmm. the competition is is a very good striker and it's gonna be done in the number nine jersey is someone to look out for for our listeners when they tune into um, acsports.com on Saturday we are uh, we are going to publish uh, a blog about some players they were in the league previously they went to Europe or to North Africa now they are back so I I, I will be profiling uh, up to 10 of, of those players and you see you get to see players like uh, Azubike Gwekwe in, in, in that he will be playing for Rivers United you get to see someone like Aga Karandot Horok who was the top scorer in the league as far back as 2009 wow. for Aqua United. He's went to Europe, he's went to Bahrain, and now he's back to Aqua United. So there's one player that just people in the U.S. should also look forward to them. Ofonudo is still there. He's, 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 he's a menace to defenders in the league. So he'll still be doing the business with Aqua United. And when but me, I will, I will like, I'll be more interested in looking at up, up, 
incoming players, Ibrahim Olawoye has shown promises for Rangers um, since joining them from Abiyamoros. This is just his second year in the league, and uh, he holds many promises. So, Enugu uh, fans should look. They already nicknamed him Hazard. To, 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 to show that they've seen a glimpse of what he could do and then uh, Body Wolves their top scorer in the NL Charles Ashimene he's, he's also one young young guy that we should really be looking forward to in, in the upcoming season then more importantly some of these clubs that will be fighting for relegation they tend to parade young stars MFM FCD Akani Elijah is an attacking midfielder with enormous potential mm-hmm. and of course he's one of the players that people right there in Agege can look forward to seeing goodies from. I, I, I very personally as I said to a lot of people um, during the week I'm very pleased that the league is about to start because a lot of small small businesses have suffered with the league not um, being in session so um, economically apart from the players and the clubs um, businesses in Nigeria um, all those businesses around the, around the stadium should also be able to profit in this regard. Is that, is that, is that how you see it also? Absolutely. Um, 17 cities are going to be hosting matches. Mm. And in between those 17, matches, 17 cities, they, they are evenly spread across the six geopolitical zones of Nigeria. So transport companies, players will be moving, officials will be moving, journalists will be moving. Fans do move regardless of what people say. I know people that go from Port Harcourt to in to what games that go from Portaco to Abba to what games that go from Portaco to Umaya so even from Portaco to Uyo so transport companies will sell hotel people hotel, and lodgings to boom once again and you know people that sell petty petty things you know people make ends meet in all sort of areas at the stadiums at in and around the stadiums so they, they, they've been starved of all these economic activities and I'm sure uh, the, the, the coming back of the league especially being a marathon time now from November to May mm. people will smile once again in, in their respective private businesses Thank you Fisco Thank you very very much um, I'm sure we'll, we'll do a lot more as the league, um, as league progresses and as I share your um, hope and optimism that um, credibility will slowly, steadily um, sink into into the league and make the league what it really should be. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. That was Fisayo Fisayo Dairo, the chief football writer of ACLSports.com. As he said in that in his in this interview, um, there's he did a blog, uh, a proper preview of of the league. And that will be online on acsports.com. Make sure you, you log on to the website to read that. Next, I'll be calling somebody else who has um, also followed the league. Um, he's, he's for years and years and years, he's followed uh, the Nigerian Professional Football League and the Nigerian National Team. Stay with us. Yeah, welcome back. As I promised, um, I have somebody else who is very, very close to the Nigerian Professional Football League. He's one of those who would, um, left to him, he would make the Nigerian Professional League as powerful, as potent, as rich as the Premier League in England. His name is Andrew Randa. Andrew, thank you for joining us on your Sports Memo Podcast. Andrew, thanks for joining us. 
past. Right. The MPFL resumes this weekend. Um, Inyimba are the holders. What are we to expect in the um, Nigerian Professional Football League this 2019-2020 season? Um, I had Fisayo um, Dairo earlier and he was talking about the fact that the, um, the league is prepared to increase um, to work hard on the credibility aspect of matches and results. What do you say to that and other stuff? Um, I really do think it's going to be a beautiful season this time around. Remember, we've not really had the best of what we called a league format for the past two seasons. Um, the other season, the game, had, uh, the league had to be stopped uh, abruptly because of the World Cup and some of the issues that came up. And then, of course, the other one had to go through a playoff. So um, it wasn't. It hasn't been the best of seasons the past two years for for Nigerian uh, league football. But I believe this time around. We've reverted back to the 20 team format home and away and the whole season the whole 380 games is going to happen so i really do believe that we're going to see the best of nigerian football and just yesterday there was a meeting between the npfl the uh, the league referees and every other person involved mm-hmm. and you know we really have to speak to ourselves and say listen the whole world is looking at us there's been a lot of drama in nigerian league football for the past two years now is the time to begin to get things right so we can attract people back to the stadiums and we can get the sponsors back on board we don't have a choice we really have to make it work this time around um for me personally i'm looking forward to seeing very good games um i wrote a piece two days ago i think Ayimba will retain their title they've got some fantastic lads in their squad and you, you know pass hey, 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 hey. hold on you are not empathic about anybody getting the title Yes, because I mean, I, I've been around um, a few clubs, you okay. know, followed them pre season. Mm-hmm. I've seen what they've done, I've seen the caliber of players they've brought in. Mm-hmm. Apart from the Yimba, I think Manchester United um, have got a crack squad too. And player for player, mm-hmm. pound for pound per se, I think Yimba and Plateau United will go neck and neck. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gone probably, I've seen half, maybe half of the teams in preseason. Okay. And, you know, except something happens, those are the two teams I do really expect, um, you know, to have a go at it. Unfortunately, Kano Pillars, who are the, one of the traditional teams in Nigeria. I was about to I mention really Kano Pillars, we don't have, we'll not be happy with you there. I, I, I was in Kano for 11 days, Calvin. I was in Kano for 11 days. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I have never seen Kano players being outplayed in their home turf, like the way Plateau United took them apart. Wow. It could have been 7 0, it ended 2 0. It really? could have been 8 0. Yes, they took them apart. And I'm saying this not because I'm from Jaws, but because I was in Kano and I've, I've been to Kano several times over a decade or thereabout. Mm-hmm. I have never seen Kano pillars being outplayed that much. And unfortunately, they also got knocked out by Jigawa Golden Stars, who are making a comeback to the Premier League after about five to six seasons. It really shows that Ibrahim Musa and his lads really, really need to do something very miraculous before Sunday to have any chance of lifting the title. Hey, hold on. That was preseason. This is when when the league starts. You, you know how you know how this thing happened in football league. Kind of feel as my pickup. From what I've seen, I've, I've not, they've not, listen, um, we were at the Alan Cup, which was hosted by Kano Pillars themselves, yes, um, about two, three weeks ago, and I've not heard of any signing from that period to this period by Bright Silas, 
who didn't play. Now, they've got a ton of veterans in their squad. Their age uh, average is really, really poor. And unfortunately, there's too much politics in Kano. I saw it firsthand myself. The, uh, the team is being populated by Kano-born or Kano-bred players. And that's not good for professional football. And except they get things right, maybe by week nine, they might, when the window opens, they might get in new players. But as I speak to you right now, I have not heard of players signing anybody. And the the the, the DTMs will finish tonight. That means from tomorrow you can't sign any player again, except something happens this night between now and 12, um, you know, a.m. Yeah, the preseason thing. I, to be honest with you, like I earlier said, except a miracle happens. But if it is the football that I understand and the football that you and I follow, they are in for big mess. Wow. And this is with my apologies to all my Pillars fans. You know I love you guys, but I mean that's the truth. Right. Okay. Finally. Yeah. Who, which, which players do you think that um, would you tell um, listeners eh, go to the stadium and go and watch that guy? That guy is hot. Which, just name maybe three or four players. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm actually writing a piece as I speak to you right now mm. about five players that I think fans and journalists, whoever it is, should look out for this season. Uh, because it's you. Mm. I'm just going to give you a sneak peek into what I'm, I'm putting. I'm jotting that right now. Mm. This is dude I met in, in Lafia. His name is Dauda Megishiri. Mm. Megishiri means the one with the salt. Mm. He's going to carry the salt. He's going to be the seasoning for National United when the league starts. This guy came from Aklosendi. Fantastic midfielder. If you see him, he's really, you know, like one rangy fellow. He's not too bulky or whatever, but he's got some mad skills on the ball. He's got some real creative um, sense in his head and he passes the ball very well. He's going to, this is his rookie season. I think it's going to be fantastic for Nasrallah. Of course, we all know Nasrallah love to bring uh, young players in. Isa Dala, Anas Mohammed, and of course, Sanusi Ibrahim, who's with the under-23s in Egypt right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they love to bring new players. This this would be a breakout season for, for Megishiri. And of course, um, I also do think that in Plateau, Michael Ibe, who came back from Albania, looks really, really decent. I saw him in pre-season. I saw him here in Joss. He looks really, really decent. And I'm hoping he'll do the business for... Uh, uh, Plateau United. Over at Ayimba, they've got Imar James, exciting uh, right back. Um, you know, he's been injured for most of the preseason. I spoke to uh, Jude Ayadufu, who tells me that, you know, Imar is fit and is ready for the season. So, those are the three. I've actually got five, but I've given you three. Alright. Thank you, Andrew. Looking forward to an exciting season. Thank you again for coming on Your Sports Memo Podcast. Thank you very much for having me on the show. So there you have it, um, Fisayo Dairo, the chief football writer of ACOSports.com, and Andrew Randa, um, a veteran, a young veteran, if you like, um, of covering the Nigerian Professional Football League, have given their, their views on what it promises to be an exciting 2019-20 season on the NPFL. My name is Calvin Emekonwoka. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Your Sports Memo.